Welcome to the Live Your Heart Out podcast, a show for wild hearts, changemakers, and soulpreneurs. Together, we dive deep into the exploration of what it means to live a meaningful life. I'm your host, Connie Bozowski, and I hope you're ready to live your magic. Here we go! <laughs> this is so much better than yesterday. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Beck, and I'm Connie. And we already did a live stream on Beck's channel yesterday evening. Don't go and watch it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's terrible. We were sitting in a little box in the co-working space. We were sweating. It was like 8 o'clock or 8.30 in, in the evening. We just had a big meal. Like, all of the things were wrong yeah. with that scenario. Yeah. So now it's, it's, everything just feels amazing yeah. doing this live. We're super excited. So Beck's going to do a little tiny intro, just take over the mic for a second. Yeah, so I'm Beck and I am new to Mexico. I've been here for about nearly, I guess, two weeks now, which is really exciting and fun. And I got to meet up with everyone here. But I'm kind of going through a transition period right now. And a while, I guess... That's kind of what's happening right now. But let me, I guess, rewind and and start with when I was born in New Zealand. <laughs> Let's go back to 1984. 1984. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Connie. Tell everyone how old I am. I know I look like I'm like 21, but I'm know. still one year older. And so I, yeah, I was in New Zealand for a very long time, but did a lot of traveling, and eventually just wanted to be a digital nomad. Is the long story short? There's a lot of stories in there, but. I wanted to be a digital nomad, and so I went to live in Thailand. Thailand has held my heart for a long time. Uh, I really love it there, and it's a great digital nomad destination. It's a great place for you to build a business, and when you have no money, it's also probably one of the best places to be. But recently decided that for a myriad of reasons, which we will talk about, I wanted to, like, I was ready to take my life to the next level. And I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do while I was in Thailand. So I guess that more or less brings us to where we are now. Was that like a, a nice little summary? Great. I'm just generally all about the details. Yeah, we're still in Mexico. And we thought that we'd talk about Beck fucking, I mean, she's been going through a bit of a transition. I have. And a lot of things have been happening for her. And she's in the process of kind of building new brand and which is super exciting mm -hmm. and so why don't you tell us a little bit about how what you did leading up to kind of the last week or so and what prompted you wanting to rebrand your business yeah totally so this, I'm really excited to talk about this because it's always fun when you have like a fresh new perspective on something yeah. and that's actually the factor of the business that I'm excited about is like re-energizing your business, yourself, and taking yourself to the next level. I feel, just as a preface, that I am a human who gets stuck in a lot of ruts. Mm. And so what happens is I'm like going along, I'm like, okay, this is really great. And then I don't notice it, but it's three months later and I haven't really done anything new. And I feel a bit like heavy. People watching this yeah. and watching the replay, you guys know this. Mm. Like we all, get, we all do that. We all get stuck in that. We want to do shit, but mm -hmm. we don't fucking do it. And then I feel like the universe has been really amazing to me because I always get like something to kick my ass out of that rut. And then I can, rec like, as soon as it kicks my ass, I'm like, fuck, I knew this was, oh God, not again. And then I have to go through this like new thing and it's like a new level and it's exciting. But um, can you give more of a, a like a, an example? Sure, sure. So, and this is, I mean, relationships, let's just talk about it. This has happened to me three or four times where I'm like in, 
a situation that, you know, I'm enjoying it. There's like nothing, you know, I feel at the time like I'm, oh yeah, it's going okay. It's going okay. And there's nothing inherently bad about the situation. A lot of the time, sometimes actually a couple of relationships there was. We're talking about romantic relationships. Romantic, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was just kind of cruising along. And then suddenly for me, when the universe kicks my butt, like if you're in a relationship or a situation, it doesn't have to be a relationship, like any situation, a job or a thing where you're not so like supposed to be, or it doesn't like serve you the way that you need to be served that time in your life, the universe will kick your ass. It will come and give you a push. Yeah. And for me, that has showed up in a lot of different ways. Usually it shows up financially and it often shows up in my health. It shows up in, I don't know, like a bunch of whatever, uh, any other way, usually all the ways. The universe is like, hello. Wake the fuck up. It's time. Let's go. (laughs) And so I have had like just my whole life destroyed and stuff and been like, I don't know why this is happening. And then suddenly I'm like, okay, I know why this is happening and I need to deal with it. And if you don't learn that lesson, which I haven't many times, then it just keeps on happening to you. The universe will make sure to get you more closer to where you need to go by Mm -hmm. sending you more messages or more, you know, challenges and all that stuff. Yeah. And for me, like I have made a lot of progress with the kinds of relationships that I've had, but I still recently in the last sort of six months-ish have been thinking like, here's what I want to do with my life. But I was like, here's what I want to do with my life. Uh, and I was like, I don't really. Here's what Peg wants to do with her life. I don't really. Uh, I won't say it like loudly because I don't want to fuck anything up right now because I just want to keep things the same because I don't want change. Because it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. change. I mean, it might actually mean that you have to stretch your fucking comfort zone, that you have to let go of your old story, mm-hmm. that your ego is trying really fucking hard to hold on to. And so it's like, ah! <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So what happened for me recently was I. Yeah, I just decided that like, here's what I actually, like what I want to do this. Like I have these goals and these dreams and I cannot do them in Thailand and I cannot do them in the emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever place that I'm in right now. Like actually all of those things. Mm. None of them were serving me at the level that I wanted. And so I had to go, shit, something has to change. I don't like it. And my girlfriend at the time, actually, you know, I'm very, very grateful to her because she she was like, you're not happy, you know? And I was like, but I, and then we just, we ended things really, really amicably. It was like a really great experience and it continues to be like a great experience. I feel like it was a powerful choice for me to like do this and make these changes in my life. But again, like I did need the kick in the ass to do it again. So that's, that's something, but I'm, I'm glad that that there was a catalyst and there always is a catalyst for people like me who are like, I feel like things are okay. I mean, they're not that perfect, but it's not terrible. So yeah. we're st- we stay stuck. We stay mm-hmm. where we are, right? We let our limiting beliefs and our fears run the fucking show and we just don't change anything because it's way too fucking comfortable. Exactly. And I'm not a fan of that. I'm all about growing. I'm all about evolving and Mm -hmm. I'm all about facing our fears. So what happened is back, you got on a plane. I should fucking did. (laughs) I got on a plane in about two weeks. I just like packed up my stuff. I got rid of my apartment. I was like, and I, and all these guys were in Mexico and I'd already been like, Oh, like they'd been calling me like, and we have 12 hour difference. So, so was, me and like a group of friends, lesbian friends, we were yeah. already here. 
Yeah, so I already was jealous of all the Mexico lesbian scene. Tacos, yeah, lesbians. Yeah, and they were sending me pictures of tacos and stuff, and I was like, ah, oh, like I need to go. And I was thinking that anyways months ago. I was like, man, I really wish. And because I think my brain was like so, I just was like, I really want to go. Like I really want to go. Like how can I? Hmm. And so I had this like weird fightingness in myself. Like, oh, but I want to go, but I would need to stay here, but I want to go. And it was just this awkward and I became really lethargic and like really like, what am I going to do? Just, ugh. and anyways, I decided that this is it. I'm going to do it. And I just came here. Can we talk about how awesome it feels when you make a decision? Yes. When you get out of this place of in between of like, oh, maybe I should, maybe oh, I don't know, and maybe this is good, maybe not, whatever. And then you actually make a fucking decision. Oh my God. It's like, it's. I mean, for me at the time, because, you know, I had to leave a relationship and stuff and stuff, it was kind of bittersweet, but absolutely that feeling of like relief. And, you know, it's like, because you're at war with yourself for so long, you're like, there's a thing you want to do and there's a thing and then there's just like other bits of you are resisting it. And so eventually one wins and it's just this feeling of like, oh, thank God. And then, then immediately followed by, I am such an idiot. Like, why didn't I just do it? You know, why was I fighting it for so long? And it's like a clarity that you are on the right, finally on the right path. Yeah. And then, so you came to Mexico and what's been going on with your business? So I started a business a couple of years ago and it was good at the time. It was what I needed at the time. Something that I am learning is that businesses, just like everything else in your life, are kind of a thing that happens in waves Like, it's not like, I mean, my relationship for me was right at the time when I got into it. Yeah. And then later on, there's a, there's a change and there's time for something else. And I think it's the same for business. And something that I have struggled with always was starting this business it was my first business. It was travel hacking. I have a travel hacking course and I would always try to make it work, like force it to work, which Incidentally, I have also done in relationships many times. Mm. Is that related? I don't mm. know. When um, we try things a bit for too long, when we try to make it work, but actually it's just not fucking working. Mm-hmm. You're like, but I really want to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, it's not like my business sucks or anything. Like it's a good idea and stuff, but I'm not, it's just not for me anymore. You know, and it, that you can read that in my excitement about like, I'm barely in that particular group. And I am, I'm not like people like, oh, I want to talk to you about like cheap flights. And I'm like, oh my God, I'd rather die. It's like me and my travel blogging thing. Mm-hmm. It's like when people ask me questions about traveling or my best recommendations for Bali or me- I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not something that excites me anymore. And so after trying to force it, trying to force it, because theoretically it should work. I'm like, why is it not working? <laughs> Eventually I'm like, wait a second. I actually don't want to do that anymore. And when I had to reach a point of like, what do I do want to do? Because I've been focusing and struggling so much with what I didn't want to do. That became this like massive space that was actually really scary. Mm. And I was like, this is weird. I always thought that if I had total freedom to choose what I wanted to do, which to be fair, everyone does every second of every day, but we put all these things in the way of it. But I've got this job and I've got kids and I've got a girlfriend and I live here. I've got an apartment to rent. So how can I all these excuses that we put in the way, as soon as I literally didn't have any, which again, I didn't have them to begin with, but they got all taken away anyways. And as soon as that happened, I was like, fuck, I thought I was going to make a better job of this, but I'm just crying in bed by myself. Like, 
jet, you know? It's so funny how we use all these excuses and essentially they're really just fears. And the most essential fear that's really underneath everything is the fear of not being good enough, the fear of failing, the fear of rejection, the fear of judgment. It's all of that. But no, we use all these excuses of X, Y, and Z to keep us from doing what we really want to do because, you know, we don't want to face these fears. And so, you know, I'm a huge fan of like getting rid of all the bullshit that's in the way between us and where we want to actually be. And I can actually see a few questions here. Bobsy is asking, what is your best advice you could give? Is that like, Uh, just generally like life advice or (laughs) brush your teeth in the mornings or (laughs) anything up to this point so far and I think you've already given a couple of really good pieces of advice but what up until that point now of like maybe the last couple of months or so what have been like one big learning that you could pass on yeah so I think being honest with yourself and taking a self inventory like a proper honest one I don't want to just call it an inventory it's probably not the word for it like an audit like a self audit where you're like all right, Beck, and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, let's be honest here. What do you really want to do? And like, obviously looking at yourself in the mirror is, you know, there's, there's <laughs> so much about that that's not. Anyway, so you just need to check in with yourself. What is it that you really want to do? And like, I think to look at it not from your brain, which is always trying to find ways and reasons and things. And I don't know about you guys, but my brain is always going like this. Constantly. Mine too, all the time. All the time. And yours is too, and it's just fucking monkeys. Right, and so there's so much that we, and it happens so often that you, the stories that become like really heavy, like deep grooves in your neurological pathways, they things just want to go down those like pathways all the time. And so you think of that stuff as the truth. Oh, I don't have enough money, or I don't have a, well, I'm not lovable, or like whatever your stuff is that you always say, you believe that that's the truth. And for me, I started believing that that was the truth. And so you have to really think not from your brain, but from somewhere else around this area, boobs, from your boobs, that you have to think from your boobs, what is it that I really want to do? Do they have the same opinion? No, <laughs> it's sometimes it's conflicting. <laughs> then you find the middle ground. <laughs> So, but you have to think, what is it that I like actually as a human want to do beneath all this other bullshit, beneath the job and beneath the girlfriend and beneath all that stuff. Like I loved my girl, like, you know, we were like, I loved her. I still love her, but I recognize that in my life and I've had this before as well. I used to be religious and I, it's a long story, but I used to be religious and had to leave the church and I had to let go of like my parents' opinions and stuff because of what I really wanted to do. It's like a whole other story, but it's like a parallel. Like you just have to think, what do I really want for my life? And can I live it for someone else? No, I can't. Mm. You know, can I stay in this situation so that someone else feels better about it? No, I can't. Mm. You know, like things aren't bad and things don't have to be like, sometimes people think people have to hit like rock bottom. Like they're splotched in a big pile on the floor. It's got to include the sound. Yeah, (laughs) That's the sound of you hitting rock bottom. And sometimes that happens, but more often than not, and this is even scarier, is when that doesn't happen and you're actually okay mm-hmm. and you have a job and you have a partner and you have a dog and things, are, but you're thinking, I just really want to go and like travel India for four months and find out who I really am. Well, I've got a dog, so I can't do it. Yeah. You hold on to that or you got five kids, can't do it. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's lots of different excuses. And so my advice, long-winded advice is, to listen to your boobs and find like what are men out, gonna do man boobs okay man boobs boobs 
listen to your boobs and find out exactly what it is that you really, underneath of all the bullshit, want to do without being scared of all the stuff that you might lose if it actually happens. Ooh. Just like, just think it, write it on a piece of paper. Like maybe it doesn't have to, you don't have to do it. You don't have to put everything, just write it. Just admit it to yourself if that's what you want to do. Good stuff, yo. Thanks for that. And also I was gonna, oh yeah. And then Hannah has some really important questions. Uh, Hannah, I'm not answering that question. Go away. <laughs> How do you get phone data in Bali? <laughs> Oh gosh. Okay. Moops. <laughs> so the thing is also though, that I think what people think is that, okay, I want to make a change and it's going to have to happen really quickly. And they think like they, it's like this big event and then thinks that's it. Whereas actually it's like you take one step mm-hmm. after another, after another and another, and that's how you get to where you want to get to. Mm-hmm. And it's also about, I believe if you like hitting rock bottom, it probably means that everything's kind of falling apart, right? And so people are really overwhelmed with where do I even start? Where do I even begin? And also, I believe the first thing to do is really to establish healthy habits, to just get into a place of daily things that you do that get you closer where you want to get to. And I think you're like the pro at that because you love doing like 30 day, I call them commitments, you call them challenges. Commitments is actually better and I'm really mad about it. Well, you can pay <laughs> no, I can't. I'm stuck now. That's it. But talk about that a bit. Like, how is that helping you right now as well? Sure. Yeah. Because so, I got you to start a commitment she did. thing. And I, when you said it, I was just like, yeah, like, sure, sounds good. Uh, I didn't actually think about how it would be, but it's going well. So let me start at the beginning, I guess, ish. From the first time I started Nomad Fly, which is my travel thing, I did a seven day challenge to start it. That's how I started it because I was so. Like, this is a whole story. I was so sick of myself and my own excuses. And I had spent like two years trying to be a digital nomad and not achieving one thing. And I was so like embarrassed and like sick to my stomach of how like, what kind of a person like is a digital nomad and doing all this stuff and like crying because they can't afford the rent and like not sure what business they should start and trying to find their passion and couldn't find it. And I was so disgusted with myself that I was like, fuck you, do a seven day challenge. And if you don't do it here, like you just have to go home. You couldn't even survive in Thailand. No, no. I was like crying in Thailand. (laughs) It was really bad. And so, and because, and the real reason for it and the thing that I overcame by doing this challenge, it was commitment. It was, that's what I always talk about is like commitment. I'm going to do this. I'm just going to take the steps. I don't care how, I was really scared of it failing. I was scared of like trying and failing. So I just didn't try at all. And that was like like the massivest of failures anyways. So I tried something and I just went out of my comfort zone. And it was different than everything else that I've done. I talked to a human about money and asked them for some of it in return for a service. Huh. I know. Whoa. Groundbreaking, Holy right? shit. Fucking groundbreaking. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I made $18. I cried with joy. This is not a lie. I cried with joy over $18. So it was like around that time I thought, fuck, I know how to make money. I have to commit to something that's out of my comfort zone that I might fail at. I have to ask someone for money and I have to give them something in return. That's it. Those things. So it's like, shit, I, I think I figured this thing out. I did a seven day challenge. I started a business that month. I paid rent the next month. I had made like extra money. The, like I was making a few grand a month by the end of, I think it was like 2015, maybe 16, 15. And then from there I started doing like more personal challenges. I was like, well, I just need to commit to something and then go and do it. And so what I'm really passionate about now, like like if I go back to what I said before about things going to total shit, first quarter of this year was 
I mean, I've had some pretty bad times. I mean, I lost more money than I made in like several years a while back, just in January this year. Things were really shit. And I started to think, again, I started to go like this. Hmm, my like mojo, my mindset, everything was just like. And the critic coming back, you're, you're stupid. You can't, yeah. Yeah. All those neural pathways reopened up and like. Because they're ready to go, man. Roads closed <laughs> on the other one, you know. It's just like, mm, now you're going down here. I'm like, you've been redirected. I'm like, fuck. I started like crying again. I was like, what's happening? I don't. People were asking me, oh, hey, I want to work with you. And I was like. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm shit. Like you really, like someone tried to pay me money and I stopped her. I was like, no, 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 no. Like that's a bad idea right now. You should see like what's good. No. So I had this whole thing in my head about like just everything was just so shit. And then I thought I have to do something to get out of this because I have no confidence that what I say will happen. I have no confidence that what I am like the kind of person that I am is like good or skilled or any, not worth anything. So I decided that I would do a challenge and I start, I said, I'm going to do a podcast every single day. I'm going to do a podcast. And also another thing that happens when I get into that, and you may be familiar with this, is that I stop talking to people. I stop talking to humans. I shut myself in my house. I cry. I go around the those new, shitty neural pathways again, just thinking about the same crappy thoughts. Just making sure you think the same crappy thoughts right. over and over again. Because yeah. no one's allowed to tell me that I'm great or that anything good's going like, to... No one's allowed to do it because I want to be thinking these. I'm like sitting in a pile of shit. Your ego wants you to keep you there because it feels fucking safe. It mm-hmm. wants to hold on to its old identity. That's yeah. all that's going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not even that big of a deal. Like that's all yeah. that's going on and you just have to get out of it. But for me, it took like doing another challenge. I was like, okay, I'm going to do five podcasts a week on my own and then two interviews. And I remember that first interview was John Logar. He makes millions of dollars a month. He's a friend of mine. And I was like, Hey, I want to interview you for my podcast. He was like, yeah, sounds good. Like it was totally fine. And I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, Oh my God, I have to talk to a human and like publish it. I think I published it live or something like that. I was just like, it was really weird. I filmed it from like a weird angle. I didn't film it from this angle. I filmed it from over there and like he was on the laptop. It was really weird. Anyway, it was shit for like a few times. Like even I've done probably, I don't know how many that is. I'm not good at maths, like something, but I did two a week and I still don't feel like I still, I feel much more confident, but I still am. I know I'm that same person, which is really cool. Cause now I can like, okay, I thought I was an idiot, but I, I just yesterday did finished a hundred of those podcasts. That was my goal, a hundred podcasts. And so I was like, I'm an idiot, but I just did a hundred podcasts. Like, like you're amazing. How? Like, yeah, fuck, I am amazing. Yeah. Shit balls. Like, how did that even? That's awesome. So now I have actual proof. Whereas before I was looking for proof of like, I'm a piece of shit. And then all these things would show up. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. You fell over the other day and it was really embarrassing. You tried to speak Spanish to someone and it turned out to be Japanese. You like all these things that are really weird and you're just an idiot. But like, I now have evidence to argue back. I'm like, hey, fuck right off. I've done a hundred podcasts in a hundred days. And so I'm such a fan of like challenges right now. And Connie challenged me to do 30 days of yoga. Granted, today's only day four. And meditation. And meditation. Today's only day four, but I've, I'm on track, you know, and I'm not a, like, okay, this is a limiting belief, but I would have said, like, I'm not a yoga person. Yeah, yesterday she's like, well, I'm not a yogi or something. Like, look at, like, this is not a yoga body. <laughs> it is a yoga body. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I would have... Everybody is a yoga Everybody's body. Everybody's yoga when, body. When you do yoga and you get on the mat, you're a yogi. That's it. 
you know, anyway. I'm still working on that one. Anyway, so, but you understand the point, which is, like, it doesn't really matter what you think you are or what you're like. You do the things that are in your challenge and suddenly you are a different person. So at any point, you can create a challenge that gives you the opportunity to level up in whatever way of life that you want to do. And you do the things that you say you're going to do. And it fucking teaches you that you can do anything and it gives you confidence. And so another long-winded answer, but that awesome. is, that's what I'm excited about in business. And it's what I'm excited about in like, is like personal reinvention, business reinvention. It's a great word to add to my list of like branding words. I love it. Reinvention. Yeah. And challenges slash commitments. Yeah. To go, like, for people maybe that are going through transformations or who want to get over themselves and their limiting beliefs or who want to, they have a goal or they want to reach something, but they don't quite know yet how to get there or what would you say? Well, you and I were talking about yesterday about your why. I always struggled with it, actually. I was like, what's your why? I was like, I don't, mm." I was like, do I want to help the world? Like, it's all these things that you feel like you should say because of other people saying their whys and you're like, uh, like, I really just thought like, what's my why? Like, what's my reason for doing this? I have like a bunch of massive goals and I have a lifestyle that I'm living in my head that's like right there, you know, it's like right there. And all I have to do to get there is like literally just to, for me right now, like to believe that I'm in it because I am literally in it and to keep on doing the work and actually being the kind of person that would be like, would achieve that thing that you want to achieve. Because if you want to be a, I don't know, an Olympic skier, but you don't know how to ski. It's like, what would an Olympic skier do? Well, they would fucking know how to ski. So you have to, okay, that's a, it's really not as, it's not complicated. You just put the thing that you want to do. I want to be a speaker on stages and talk to lots of people and make them laugh and make them feel good about themselves. That's what I want to do. I have no idea what that looks like. That's like what I feel that I want to do. Speaker, stage, laughing, feeling good about themselves. I don't know. So what can I do about that? Well, I need to, like, what do I need to do? Well, you want to maybe learn how to speak in public. So you could start doing live streams, for example, or exactly. making videos. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're all about being funny and, and a comedian, whatever. You can learn more about how to be funnier <laughs> and buy books or do courses on, you know, being a stand-up comedian that's or true. whatever. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's true. Like, you don't think I'm funny enough? No, no you are, but I mean, we could, there's, there's always so more to learn is there's what I'm so saying. so much more. And yeah, so think about what there is for you to learn to get to that point. And a lot of the time, here's what will stop you from doing that. A lot of the time, for I'll just use myself as an example. If I'm like, okay, I need to do Facebook Lives. I need to be funnier. I need like watch comedy stuff, learn actual comedy strategies because it's really an art. And you're like writing jokes is a proper thing that I, you know, I did comedy for a little bit in New Zealand to write like all the stuff I was like okay that's the thing here's what I want this is how I'm going to get there here I am now what's between me and the actual learning to do the thing all it is is fears yeah all it is is like but what if I suck at comedy so I'm not putting in any voice. effort right now yeah. like what if I put in effort and then I suck oh my god like huh so all of these things that you that you have is just blocks that are based on your old story on every anything story. in the past because that's what we're based on you know what's saved in our brains is only the past mm. so we hold on to the 20 things that might have gone wrong in the past that were proof that we are not good at this one thing or this other thing or whatever yeah. but we don't think about the 20 things that might actually happen down the road if we actually started doing the thing anyway so I have this one because we have a few questions coming in questions from it's a good question from Hannah when is it okay to be feeling comfortable is it ever 
Ooh. I have a good answer for that one. Go on, go on. All right, so here's the deal. The thing about feeling comfortable is that when you're in the zone of comfort, what does not happen there? Anything. There's no growth. Yeah. Zero growth. It's you really stay fun. comfortable. It's nice. It's not, it can be comfy and fun and yay, but you're staying like that. You know, if that's where you would like to be, awesome. However, I found out in life for myself, because I've been looking for meaning all over the place since I can think, and I went through a lot of depression because I felt so meaningless in life and I didn't feel fulfilled. I was always looking for ways to feel fulfilled and feel meaningful. And for me, the way, and that's what I found out for myself, and I think it goes for many other people, but the two ways that I found out for me to feel meaningful and fulfilled on a daily basis is number one, growth. Every day I ask myself, how can I grow? And number two, how can I contribute? How can I serve? Now I do these two things every day and I ask myself these questions. And for me, staying comfortable is not an option. It's nice for a while, you know, but then eventually I get to a point where I want to grow <laughs> and I want to learn more and I want to evolve. And I think life is about growing and evolving. It's not about staying comfortable. And if you do stay comfortable for too long, but actually you're not meant to stay there, that's what Beck was saying earlier, then the universe will come and be like, <laughs> all right, let's just give you a little push to get out of that comfort zone. Here's, let me give you an example. Here's what happened to me when Hannah wants me to tell the cow story. I'll get to it. Here's what happened to me in Cambodia. I was in a relationship with a girl that absolutely 100% I should never have been in a relationship with. So I was in this relationship and we went to, and I had like no money whatsoever. And I flew to Thailand for $44 because she was in Thailand. She was on like a retreat thing. And I was like, oh, I can like meet you at the end. So I flew there. We were in Australia. I flew to Thailand. And then we were like traveling around. She actually cheated on me while we were in Thailand. I didn't know until way later. And we were traveling around. We had like, we were fighting all the time. It wasn't good. I was making no money and I got, I kept getting jobs and then like losing them. It was really weird. Like stuff like, oh, like, I don't know. It was just really, ugh. Anyway, we got to Cambodia and I left my phone, my cell phone in the taxi. So I didn't have a phone. My laptop was like really fucked up. Like I couldn't see the screen without pulling it a certain way. So I was like typing and pulling it like this. My charger for the laptop exploded and like the power wasn't the problem. I don't know what exploded. And then I couldn't plug it. And so I had to like borrow someone in a hostel's charger to charge my laptop to try to do. Like I really forced this relationship. Like I was really like, okay, what can we do? I can do this. And I just was trying to force it. And like we, like I said before, the universe was like giving me every fucking thing it could. I got sick. I stayed in this like really bad hostel. It was, and I had to live in a Cambodian village with like no anything for two weeks while I was waiting for some money to come through from PayPal, which was frozen. I had like 80 bucks come through. Then I was like in the, the cow story is me sitting in the dirt with a cow being like, hey, this actually couldn't get any worse. Like the universe is like, listen to me. When there's no flow, let it go. No, yeah. This is like one of the best things I've learned from a girl, an affair, maybe I should say, that ended really badly for me. Super heartbroken. But this was like the one thing she passed on to me that I actually pass on to so many other people. And I was like, when there's no flow, let it go. Just, and we all know what flow feels like. And when something doesn't feel like a flower, let that shit go. Exactly. In business, in relationships, in life, whatever. Okay, Emma is saying she really wanted to be on your podcast back. Believe it or not, I was super intimidated when I asked you. <laughs> Thanks, um, Emma. Good to hear from you. Mandy's saying how to get a yoga body, get yourself a body and do yoga. Hell I yeah. <laughs> I love it. I was trying to be funny and 
sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> what else have we got? Gosh, you guys are getting more active. It always takes people a while to yeah. like get into it. Hannah's saying, do some stand-up gigs at open nights to get public speaking confidence Absolutely. and practice your funny. Totally. Yeah, I've pulled that so many times in Thailand. I was like, I should go do stand-up open mic. I was like, oh, but I'm not good enough. And blah, blah. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> Elaine is, she also had the one thing earlier about when she's, I forgot, when she's sitting in a garden next to the worms or something like that. That was a good one. Thanks, Elaine. And you may not be everyone's cup of tea, but you will be someone's absolutely. Hannah's saying, uncomfortable isn't always pleasant. How do you guys find pleasure when out of your comfort this zone, for example? Question. Make sure I take time to rejuvenate by having a long time with what can be the chaos of growth. Mm. Whole Foods. <laughs> She's referring to an ex story. I'm not even afraid to talk so about good. it. Uh, we're talking about being like how to find comfort in the discomfort, which is actually a really big teaching that I've had to learn as well. And it's a teaching that you learn in like yoga, you learn it through meditation, mm -hmm. all of these things where you get to a place where you feel uncomfortable. And yet, how do you stay in it? How do you stay in the room of growth? Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to, you know, I mean, and I just, this is how I interpret it. Like I use challenges to punch those things in the face. That's not, you know, yoga or meditation for me. Like I feel best when I'm like tackling something head on. I feel like I'm like taking it on, you know? And so as soon as I get it, which always take ages, like I don't get hints I'm oblivious to most things. As soon as I'm like, Oh shit, like this is what I'm supposed to. Okay. Then I'm like on it and I'm in it, you know, as soon as we started talking about this, like, you know, yoga and self-improvement stuff like that. And you sent me the video and stuff. I was like, right, I'm in. And you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. You're in. So it's like, as soon as something like that happens, you have to embrace it. And that's why I make a challenge out of it because it's really great for like, maybe it's really great for one day or two days. As soon as I was like, yeah, a yoga challenge sounds good. Day one, I'm sitting on the mat and I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> why did I <laughs> and then you have to now, now I have to go the next 30 days because otherwise, you uh, know, what's going to happen. Otherwise. Yeah. There's like, sometimes you got to put yourself in a bit of pressure guys. Exactly. Like, I mean, seriously, we all know our own self-sabotage system mm -hmm. and how well that works. And I also wanted to add on that, you know, all of this, uh, facing your fears and doing these commitments and challenges and growing and stepping out of your comfort zone. It's a muscle. You do it once it's hard. Everything you do for the first time, it's going to be fucking hard in the beginning, you know? So her first week of doing yoga meditation, it's hard. It is. And you got all these living beliefs and all these fears and whatever. So whatever you start doing in the beginning, it's going to be hard. And then it gets easy. That's how it works. But the thing is, you don't know that in the beginning. And so it is like a muscle. The more you do that, the more you face your fears, the more you go out there and show yourself, the more you grow outside of your comfort zone, the more you do that, the more you trust in the fact that you're going to be fine, that nothing bad's going to happen and that you can actually trust yourself. You know, you actually, that's how you gain confidence. You don't gain confidence by staying small. You gain confidence by actually going out there, dealing with the, the limiting belief of I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. You deal with that shit. And then the other th shit you deal with is by actually going out and doing the thing that scares the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. And you do that. And that's how you get confidence. People think like they can get confidence by reading self-help articles. Oh, I made a video about that the other day. <laughs> you can't get confidence by, it's like how talking about the treadmill. Yeah. Like you can be in the gym for like <laughs> so hours good. with them explaining to you how the treadmill works. And you fucking know everything about this treadmill. You're yeah. like, yeah, I'm a treadmill expert. I'm going to write blog posts about treadmill. I'm going to do a podcast I, yeah. about it. 
but you've never actually like how much time have you spent on the treadmill like how much weight are you going to lose how many muscles are you going to build learning about the treadmill you're like oh yeah, I can see myself being on the treadmill. I can see how that would I'm work for me. I'm visualizing myself on the treadmill and then you pack up and you go home. Yeah. And so many people think that that's because you get the good feelings like from learning about things and reading blog posts and doing all the like the outside stuff. But until you're actually in it, and sometimes that means you're uncomfortable and crying or something it's part of it, terrible guys. happens until you're in it. It's just not always meant to be comfy. And so do you know why people do the like cold shower challenge the, or also yoga? Like it's all these things that teach you so much about actually real life. One of the reasons people do the cold shower challenge and shower really fucking cold is because it teaches your body to find comfort in the discomfort. And it is the same in something like yoga, when you go running or when you, whatever you do, where you got to push yourself a little bit, that's you teaching your body because up here, we might understand it. It's not about not understanding it rationally. It's for your body to understand because fear, yeah, it sits up here in your limiting beliefs, but we're also emotionally conditioned, right? And so by doing a cold water shower in the morning, which I started doing as well, or by going to yoga every day and going to classes that push me, you know, where I got to push myself, that's me teaching my body, okay, now we're going to go this extra step this extra mile and i'm going to keep pushing we're going to hold this further and it might be a little bit painful and it will be a discomfort but how the hell else are you going to grow if you can't actually just like stand in a cold shower for a couple of minutes or if i can't hold that downward dog for a little bit for a couple breaths longer like how do you want to achieve big things in life mm-hmm. that's why all of these daily habits and practices i believe are so damn important because if you don't do any of that like you know this is like the foreplay it's literally the foreplay for achieving great things in life. And that's, those are the kind of habits that teach your body to find comfort in the discomfort. I like it. Cool. Mandy's asking, did your family? Okay. Did your family be in your vibe right from the start or not? And if not, how did you deal with it? Good question. Sorry, I got tripped over the B. Yeah, no, it's fine. So if we're talking about, cause I have specific stories about like coming out kind of thing, but if you're talking about, what are you referring to specifically, Mandy? I did a podcast on this the other day. It's like, and I'll just talk to it from like a broader perspective. When your family or people that you love, because those are usually the people that you turn to with like, hey, I've got a business idea. What do you think? Quite often people who love you want you to be safe. It's kind of like your brain. They want you to be safe. So they will They want you, themselves to be safe, actually. Well, but they think they can find safety by true. you being safe. That's true. Yeah, that's a better way. It's of never it. about you. It's always about them. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, I don't want you to travel to this city because I wouldn't like that would scare me or I don't want to be without you or I don't like whatever the thing is there. You're right. So I had to decide really early, not really early, but when I came out, I struggled for years of like, should I like tell my parents it's going to, they're going to be so upset. Well, I could spend my entire life in a lie. And I literally was like, should I spend my whole life in a lie or should I like have my parents be really disappointed? Like which of those? It's a terrible compare like what a comparison right like of course just choose the thing don't live a lie that's crazy but we have this whole whole thing about our families and letting them down and being you know it's just to be honest with you it is a heavy excuse but it's just another excuse isn't it amazing though how actually the process of coming out as gay really prepares you for coming out in other ways later on in life. Oh, I give zero fucks about like other stuff now. If like, I've come out as gay, so that's so the like, thing about once you come out as gay, you're like, okay, you know, 
whatever. Next thing, bring it on. Because like, I'm gonna start a business, but my husband said, I'm like, what if I just start it. What? It's really, I do feel like it's super difficult for so many people because being gay, you know, your sexual identity is really at the essence of your identity mm -hmm. and who you are. And so I guess by us having to go through that and facing that, it really helps. And I thought about this before. It really helped me to not give a fuck anymore in so many other ways. Absolutely. And so that's kind of what straight people lack because they never had to really step up for a part of their identity that they felt ashamed of. Mm. Yeah, it's like when I came out, I lost every person in my life except for my brothers, my sister and my then girlfriend. Like there was a couple of people from work, but like my entire, you know, all the people at church and that stuff wiped in one day. No one spoke to me again, really. So, Crazy. So after that, can you imagine like, oh, if I do this thing, I might lose a few friends. Like I'm, I give way less. They're caterpillars. Okay, let's go back to that. They're caterpillars. Right. And you want to be a butterfly. Now, you can't hang out, can't keep hanging out with the caterpillars if you want to be a butterfly. It just doesn't work because butterflies, they fly. Caterpillars are down there on the ground. And so that doesn't work. And there was a post actually in my Olivia Hardout group about that. Someone basically, her best friend basically broke up with her because her growth was too threatening for her. She was like, oh my God, you changed so much. Now it's all about love. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, how beautiful though, because there's this beautiful butterfly. She's starting to fly and the caterpillar friend is like, it feels threatened, you know, is like judgmental of the beautiful butterfly friend now. And it's basically her own insecurities showing herself like, oh my God, maybe I actually kind of want to be like that, but no, it's better for me to keep judging, you know, and to like reject her because I don't want to face my shit. And so that's what's happening. And if you want to be a butterfly, you're going to have to leave those caterpillars behind. It's just Absolutely. part of the game. And of course, it might be sad. And, it, you know, we might disappoint people and family. Yes, if you probably definitely will. And you've got to be prepared to do that and to stay in the room anyway and to keep going. Because otherwise, you're going to hold yourself back out of fear of rejection, out of fear of not being good enough, out of the fear of not being loved when you become a butterfly. And who is that? Like, you know, what, yeah. who's that going to do good, good for? <laughs> and oftentimes what will happen if you like, I let my parents go completely from my life. Like I was like, okay, I understand. And I'm really sorry. And I don't want to throw this in your face. I'll go like, whatever. I didn't talk to them for two years. And what happened was, and what happens with the universe is often, and not every time, and you can't rely on it or try to game the system. Often the people that you leave behind are like, oh fuck, she was serious. Well, Okay. I guess if I want to see her, then I got to up my game. Yep. You know? And so my parents said, like, you know, we love you and we want you to be in our lives. So listen, if, and of course, they're not like on board. They're just not on board, but they love me. And so they talk to me about some stuff and we're making it work. And so oftentimes when you lose someone, all you have to do is show the universe that you're willing to lose them. And oftentimes, and not every time, but oftentimes they'll come back in some way. Yeah, they might or maybe not because we have outgrown them. We outgrow people as well. You know, it's just that's just how it works. And then we attract new people and new butterflies into our life that actually support our growth. We support their growth and we can create synergies together and just fly, you know, around the fucking planet together. Anyway, so... Elena said, yes, when I was talking to my mom about becoming a virtual assistant, she said, what about your pension? Oh my God, I hate that. Oh, I'm just like, Bleh. like I'm not even getting into that one. Monica, I just love listening to you guys. Thank you. Love we it. love having Thanks. you. 
Sunny says, my granny just asked me the last time I visited to move back to my hometown, find a job here and stay with us. It hurt a lot, but I had to tell her, sorry, granny, this is not my life anymore. She was looking so sad and it hurt a lot, but at the same time, it felt so freeing. Yeah, totally. And, you know, she was holding on to her expectation of you. And that's a lesson for her to learn that we got to let things go and we need to let people do what makes them happy, not what makes us happy. Hannah... I've had so many passive-aggressive comments from caterpillars. Yeah! I don't do caterpillar comments anymore. If I get a caterpillar comment, I'm like, okay, bye. Hashtag butterfly life. Yes. We want butterfly comments. I ban caterpillars straight away. Not just from my social media channels, but also like, you know, Facebook, on my Facebook profile or whatever. I don't have time to read caterpillar shit on my social media channels. Okay, what else do we got? Sarah Sada saying, after being very consistent, my family totally accepted my decisions and respect that. That's amazing. And I'm super happy to hear. Consistent is like the thing, right? Like you have to show that you stand for yourself. You are like standing for something. So many people are just like wishy-washy. 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 Is that New Zealand It's a real German expression, actually. Is it a New Zealand expression too? I thought it was New Zealand. Maybe Germans took it all the way to New Zealand. That's probably what happened. Maybe New Zealanders took it all the way to Germany. (laughs) I don't know how that would work, but still. When you guys founded Germany, remember? Yeah, we went the, the New Zealand colony, Germany. Yeah, back in 1999, and that happened. <laughs> it's like New Zealand's like 100 years old. Isn't it? Um, anyway, so when you stand for something and you're like, okay, these are my fucking pillars, you know, and I'm not going to let them go. This is what's important to me. Like for me, telling my parents that I am attracted to women, I'm gay, I was like, there's no way that I can be like wishy-washy about that. This is who I am. You know, it's like, what is it? Oh, it's my shirt. It's my shirt, by the way. Liveyourheartout.shop. Do you, people. That's really the message of this. Exactly. That's the whole thing. So, yeah, you just have to stand for whatever your actual beliefs are. And if you find that you don't have any, that's why you're probably upset or unfulfilled because you don't have any things that you're like standing for. Yeah. Also, Hannah was saying, facts, I quit smoking since six months ago. The first three months were hell, and I never thought I would be where I am now. Now it's plain sailing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard in the beginning. And also, too, I quit smoking, put a lot of things in my life that weren't serving me, or I started doing new things, and then it's hard, and then it's easy. I quit exercise once. That was quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> Quitting exercise. <laughs> what else we got? Yes, when people see you're totally interchanged, like get you're serious about your plans. Yes. The more confident you actually are about the change you want to make, about the goal that you want to achieve, the more you... So here's the deal. The more you are in touch with your why, that's why it's so important to figure Mm -hmm. out your why. Like, why do you want to do the thing you want to do? So we were talking about this yesterday, about being healthy, right? About working out every day and meditation. Now, if your only why is, oh, so I can lose weight and like do what everybody else is doing and have a healthy routine. No, that's not a big enough why. My why, why I am healthy every day and I eat healthy and why I do these healthy routines every day and eat vegan and plant-based and all that stuff is because I want to have the best energy every day so I can create the most amazing content and pass on my energy and all my social media channels and all over the world so that I can actually use my potential, my gifts to the, my utmost best capabilities. And to actually do what I'm here to do, I need that energy. Whatever I create, let it be in business, on social media, whatever, it carries my energy and it carries my vibration. 
And I want that to be awesome and amazing. And I don't have time to not do it because it's way more important to me to put the several hours in every day in the morning to have my healthy routine and to work out and go to yoga or whatever and meditate for not just for five minutes, but for like 30 minutes or an hour. That is not time taken away from the rest of my day or from creating. It's adding time and it's adding energy. And that is my why. And that's why I keep going every single day. Morning is saying, this is why this group is important. People are easily threatened by anyone or anything that's different from them. Just because we don't fit in the heteronormative construct and don't live our lives the way we do or they do, they assume we are on our way to failure. The truth is we are a lot happier living an authentic life, not the safe life. Absolutely. I fully agree. And it's like I said, it can be very threatening to people, you know, when you start to do your own thing and you start to really live a life that fulfills you because that your energy changes as you start doing that, because you're not just doing things anymore that draw any energy to you. You're doing things that actually add energy to your life and that raises your vibration. And the more you raise your own vibration and then you interact with people whose vibration is down there, I mean, there's definitely going to be some conflict or you just lose interest or you move on. There's no real, you don't vibe anymore together. That's literally Mm -hmm. what we talk about when we say, oh, we don't vibe, you know? It's like, okay, we're just on different fucking frequency levels. And it's a huge fear, you know? It's scary to be like, okay, well, I've lived in this town my whole life or like whatever, and maybe I just leave it and then I come back. Whenever I go home now and you'll be the same, all the people I used to hang out with at like, well, like, I don't know. I don't really have any friends there anymore. But anyone that I used to know, I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even have, there's nothing that's similar about us. We, we do not, there's no vibe at all. And it can be really scary when you're first starting out to know that you're going to lose that and change that. The uncertainty of like what the future holds can be really intimidating because and that's what I was really, one of the things I was really scared of when I came to Mexico was like, shit though, there's so much uncertainty. Like, what am I going to be doing next month? I don't know. I'm only in playa till the 30th of June. And then what? Because your mind wants to figure everything out already in advance. We need to know. So I can prepare and worry. And worry. Let's worry a bit more. I need something to worry about. I'm now worried that there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Then we can worry about nothing, not worrying. Yeah. (laughs) This is a good question by Lane. I'm impatient about currently being a beginner, trying to get over that so that I can start my business. Any advice to be okay with beginner status? God, it's actually a beautiful place to be. This is something that I had a live about myself a few, I guess last week, maybe when Connie was on that live. And I was like really concerned with being a, you know, starting again, essentially. And, the thing that I learned is to be okay with not knowing exactly what's going to happen. When you're a beginner, you're really nervous because tons of things might happen or you need, your brain feels like you need to know the how of everything all the time. Well, should I start a Facebook group or Instagram? Like, how do you get new more followers? Should I do branding? What should my logo look like? Should it be green or purple? Like all these different things. And you're just, your brain's like, oh, there's so many things to worry about. People are going to judge me. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, like people are going to judge me. I might lose friends or... I'm going to have to set myself apart. Like here's my current people that I'm hanging with because you'll be hanging with a certain type of person right now. And if you want to be successful, you got to change the people that you're hanging with. Well, that, and also just realize that the life of an entrepreneur is always about stepping out of that comfort zone. And it's always about taking risks and it's always about facing your fears. And actually the life of an entrepreneur is probably the best personal development course out there. <laughs> 
No, I mean, yeah, we have to face our fears of not being good enough and all of that stuff. So instead of running away from it, of not being good enough or whatever it is that you want to create, don't focus on the thing that you're creating and thinking that that's not good enough. Focus on the fear that's behind that. And also realizing because Ilian, as she said, I started a challenge, but I find it very mediocre what I'm creating and I don't want to sell it. Okay, Ooh, oh yeah. Beautiful. Perfect. Like, Yeah, I'm so familiar with that. When you're creating something and you just said like, okay, this is what I want to create. Now, if it's been started a challenge, so it's like you're forcing yourself to do something that's not really what you wanted to do. You just wanted to make the money. Is this what we're going down? Um, I feel like what I'm hearing in her words is that she thinks it's not good enough. So she doesn't want to sell it because she thinks people are not going to like it. Okay. All right. Yeah, we could take that road too. I don't know which, which one she meant, but you take that one. Yeah. I take that one? Yeah. Which is just going back to what I just said about really facing that fear of not being good enough and about people judging you or criticizing you, whatever. It's never really about the thing because the fear that we have, that maybe it's mediocre, it's really you not trusting in your own abilities. So let me just say this. Everything that I ever put out, every course, every video, everything. I never think it's as awesome as it should be because I'm also still in a place where I feel like I'm not 100% good enough. And so from that place, we think that we're looking for the validation outside, but actually it's that fear that's calling for your attention or that limiting belief. And so it is something that will probably accompany you for the rest of your life as an entrepreneur that you will constantly kind of feel like, oh man, this is not good enough before you launch something. So you prepare something, right? For like months, maybe even. And then it's launch day and you're scared shitless because you think it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. And everybody, every creator and every entrepreneur will tell you that they've experienced the same thing, not just once, but many times. And it's about feeling it. And then you take that and you launch it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then you get people's response. And you know what you do with like, and that's why I do like money back thing. You know, if people don't like what they buy, okay, get your money back, you know, period. That's just easy. And eventually the more you do launch stuff, the more you create and put out there, but you actually have to do it. So you actually have to create and publish it. But the more you do that, the more feedback you get, the more self-confidence you get, you know? So you just do it step by step. And also as Hannah says, you know, if you're focusing on your impatience and stressing out about it, you will procrastinate. Very true. Set yourself goals and stick to them. Reward yourself for meeting them. Rome wasn't built in a day, but I bet the construction workers had a laugh. Yes. Take it, you know, step by step, do these challenges. You know, if you want to get over yourself, maybe you started a business or whatever, your coach, whatever, and you want to create your first product, maybe that you want to sell, maybe a course, maybe an ebook, maybe whatever, you know, set yourself a date. Okay. In the next four weeks, I'm going to create that until that date. And you make that publish. You say to people, Hey, there's this thing coming. And I do that too. I have to set myself these deadlines. I have to also then share those deadlines with my followers and be like, hey, here's what's coming and it's coming at that date. And then I'm going to ship my pants. <laughs> yeah. And if I can just throw a story in there, like when I just going back to when, before I started Nomad Fly, I was saying how disgusted I was at myself. It was for this. I mean, I think it's for this reason that you're saying you find your thing really mediocre. You don't want to sell it. Like, there's two potential problems here. One is that you're not aligned with your product and it's not really what you want to do. That's one. The other one is that you were aligned with it when you thought of it, but now you're scared because you don't know what's going to happen. And when I was really hating on myself for that previous couple of years, the reason that I was so disgusted with myself was because I never finished what I started. I probably had 15, I'm not exaggerating, different websites or businesses or ideas that I was trying to put into motion during that time. You're really good at starting. 
I'm an amazing starter. Beck's amazing at starting. Amazing. <laughs> I can start like you would not believe, but I would always find a reason and a fucking good reason too. I would find all the reasons. I'm The only thing I'm as good at is starting is finding reasons to stop. Yeah. Like I would... <laughs> I would like tell myself all these different things. Oh, well, there's already too many people doing this in the industry. Oh, it's too technical. I need like investment or like just so many different things that you tell yourself and ways to talk yourself out of it. No one's going to want this. It seems really dumb. I'm pretty sure everyone knows this anyway. I don't need to build a course on it. Like it's really easy. Like I don't know why anyone would like whatever it is, is actually irrelevant. When you're feeling like that, it doesn't matter actually if you're really I mean, from my perspective right now, it doesn't matter if you're actually aligned with it or not, because I waited like three years to find something that I was like, it was in the stars and there was a sign from God. You're like, I waited for so long and nothing like that came. And what I had to do was build something that was temporary, that was like a little wave that I could catch at the beginning so that I could catch a bigger wave. And then another wave. Last year, I caught a massive wave. And then the wave kind of died before I could jump on another one. Like it's all about timing and waves and just like relationships, you know, you can't, I said anything, said this before we started or when we just started, you can't just expect that like the first one is going to be the one, you know, you've got to like learn all the steps and find there's a lot of parallels between business and relationships. All over the place. You got to experiment. You're not going to date one person and then get married straight away or like the same thing with your passion or your calling. Like you got to date your business ideas mm -hmm. and your passions and your interests and whatever. And you, at the same time, you've got to put in the effort. Like don't do a half-assed launch. Oh, I'm launching today and I'm really scared. Uh, since I have done this before, again, this is like confessions. I sent one tweet for a business. Like I'd been, I'd built the website and stuff and I sent one tweet and no one signed up to my thing. <laughs> so I was like, this is stupid. Delete. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, one tweet is just totally enough. I mean, I mean, I, yeah, I just was so like, I don't know if I was like scared of rejection or I just like wanted to vet, like I wanted to continue down my like self negative self-talk path. I was like, tweet, see, no one wants it. Yeah. Okay. I suck. Just like, a nice delete. way to prove to yourself that the old story is true. Because if I would have succeeded and gone like all out and got JVs and like done all this stuff and made sales, I wouldn't have known myself at that point. I needed to progress through all these different stages until now I feel like if I have thousands of dollars, that's like legit, like, of course. But back then, even having like $50 was just like unbelievable. Yeah. So just more is asking back, how did you stop that behavior of like starting and then? Yeah. Like, so just to go back to when I started Nomadfly, I can't stress this enough. I became, it, so we were talking about this the other day. Again, we talked about a lot of stuff. There's so much pain. I had, I, one day I had so much pain associated with, what I was doing that I had to change. I had so much, like I couldn't pay the rent. I was backed into a corner. I was so disgusted with myself. I thought I have to do something now or else like this is like, I have to. And so I just got, there's no other answer that I can give you. There's, I got so sick of myself yeah. and I just thought I've got to do something different. The pain has got to get big enough for you to then change. Yeah. It's like, usually that's how it is. Yeah. And that's why most people who are comfortable in this situation and they have like a job that's not great, but it's, you know, they're not poor and they can afford to pay for Netflix and they can afford to do the, a few things every now and again, you know, they're like, well, life's not that bad. So, and those are the people that actually have the most trouble changing. 
for me, like all I need is a good kick in the pants. And then I'm like, Oh shit. And I just do the thing that I'm supposed to do because I'm always like, Oh wait, let me do the noise. And I'm like, Oh crap. I build it up again, you know, and then I need to learn something else. Like that's how I do it. And not everyone, I wish that everyone learned like that because it is actually really an entertaining way to learn. But most people kind of cruise along at this altitude. Whereas I'm like bouncing across, you know, rock bottom. Yeah. If you are wondering how to stop your behavior and you're not bouncing across rock bottom, you're just kind of cruising, then you got to do something about it to really give yourself a radical change, like radical change, the kind of change that you're like, oh, what did I just do? Yeah. You got to scare the shit out of yourself. Scare really. the shit out of yourself. And face your fears. And because Eliana is asking like, and what did you do? She's totally at that point. I'm like, it's not about how stop asking for the how connect to these parts of yourself that are feeling the way that they do connect to those parts of yourself that are scared, connect to all of these limiting beliefs and connect to yourself and where they come from and heal those parts. Don't think you need to think about the how and the steps and whatever. No one else can tell you that. The first step when you're stuck in that and then the fears and all of that, and you can't move forward and you're like, you just got this asshole sitting in your brain Mm -hmm. telling you all these things and that mean inner critic That's a sign. That's a message for you to go inwards and to do the actual work. And by the actual work, I mean sitting with all of these feelings, with all of these fears and with all that feeling of uncomfortableness and all these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and actually giving them a lot of attention, maybe therapy, maybe coaching and whatever. But I give a lot of resources for that. I just ran a whole course around how to find your calling and one huge module was just that, the roadblocks, the fears, the limiting beliefs, all of that. And I did like a three-hour workshop just on that, and I could have done a three-day workshop. That's <laughs> awesome. But it is about doing the actual work, guys. Exactly. You got to go there. Mandy, there's, there's especially the, oh, there's too many people already doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely a thing that you will use to stop yourself from making progress on something. But one of the thing, reasons we're doing this live is to talk about like, being excited about your business because that excitement and that like when you're really aligned with it, that like feeling of fuck yes, you know, that is what, it doesn't matter how many people are doing it. I don't give a shit how many people are doing it. You will be successful if you are like waking up and going fuck yes. And every time you do like a new page or a sales thing or anything, you're like fuck yes, because it's aligned with who you are. So it doesn't matter about any of the reasons that you're like, oh, people don't like me or like, I'm scared of this or I might not be good enough or my dad thinks this is a bad idea or like all the, like any things that are just coming in your brain because whenever you have an exciting thought that you're like, when you have a fuck yes thought, it will be matched by a fuck no thought mm. immediately. And it doesn't matter about the fuck no thought. You just have to stick with the fuck yes thought. Like Connie said, sit with all of it and be like, okay, well, I know that this is happening in my brain, but what am I committed to? Connect well, to your why. Yeah, exactly. What am I committed to? I'm committed to being a like worldwide global speaker that in, like inspires people and makes people laugh. So does it matter that like there are other people doing that? No, I want everyone to like it, yeah. other people only serve my purpose more. That's your calling. Like it, the, when you found that and you know what it is that you want to do, it doesn't matter how many people are out there doing it because no one could ever do it like you can do it. Exactly. No one's ever going to be back with her story, her background, her challenges, her humor, all of that. I don't care if you're like a gardening expert and you're going to show people how to plant plant, plant flowers. flowers. Whatever it is, I don't care if that's what you love and you're like, fuck yes, I get to go out in the garden today or like talk to people about gardening or run gardening workshops, whatever it is. If you're like, yes there's other people doing that. 
I don't care about them. I'm excited about you because you are excited about it. That's how I get over those excuses anyways. Awesome. What about if I was saying she actually just said she quit her job? She had her last day at a regular job yesterday. Yes. Congratulations. High five. And she also asked, how do you overcome the fear of not knowing enough and actually putting it out there? Fear of not that, knowing It's enough. the expert myth. It's like thinking, oh my God, I got to know everything and I got to be an expert in this before I can actually like share my stuff. Listen, that's something that I 100% am currently struggling with. I'm like, oh, and the thing about it is that when I say I'm struggling with it, it's in my head as a thing that goes around. Oh my God, but what if you get up on stage and someone asks you a question during Q&A and you don't know what to say? Ah, that's sort of like one of my biggest fears. Then like, you're like, ah. oh, I don't know. I can't answer that question. I'm sorry. Like, right. That's what I say. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I can't, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Let's talk about something else. Let me tell you a story. But overall, I mean, it's not, it's, that's again, that's another excuse or another one of those it things. Is. It goes back to fear of not being good enough. Mm -hmm. It's always the same thing. You don't need to know everything. You yeah. don't need to be an expert at anything. You don't need to study five trillion courses and get certifications and whatever. You need to know a little bit more than other people. And the more also you tap into your own stories that are connected to how you want to inspire people, then you share from your story. Mm -hmm. You share from that place. I don't share anything that I don't know nothing about because I only share from my learnings and experiences experiences in life. Most people, when they ask you something and you don't know the answer, they don't really care. They don't want you to be like a Google. They want you to like make them feel validated. And then if you need to say like, I, you know what, I actually don't know. Let's Google it or let's find out, or I'll get back to you with that solution or like give them something authentic rather than like trying to make it up. Isn't it? Who's ever had that experience where you ask someone something and you know, they're just making up the answer. That's a sometimes you just gotta fucking pull it out of your ass. You know, <laughs> I, I just sometimes do that too when people ask me things. Oh and then it's just God. like, okay, you yeah. can tell. Like, no, like I just think it's so important. But sometimes you can also just say, yeah, it's a really, really good question. I kind of want to learn more about that myself, but I can't really answer that right now. But I'm like, sure to maybe you can send me an email and I'll, uh, you know, give you a better answer. And so let me be honest, like, I don't know the answer to like, how do you get stopped? by what was the thing by yeah. not knowing enough yeah i am not stopped by it i know it's gonna happen and that's okay like it's just a thing that my brain's worried about great my brain's also worried about tons of other weird things right now none of them are particularly relevant so i'm just gonna leave it in my brain just chilling out like whatever that's okay i know that that's a thing and it's not gonna stop me so to not be stopped you just have to like literally just not listen not be stopped by it. We got to keep going guys. You can't keep all these excuses and all these fear. You can't keep them up. If you want to go out and actually fulfill your calling out there, like it's just not possible. If you want to hold on to all of that shit that your brain tells you, then okay, stay where you are. Don't grow. But you know, don't let any of that stuff hold you back from what you want to do, period. Don't take all of this thing that's up here as like the truth. And also don't think that you're the only one having these fears. Like we all have them. And even people that are way further ahead than you, they still struggle with some of the same shit. So, you know, whatever. So you think you don't know enough. Okay, cool. Keep going. Keep sharing. Keep publishing. Keep going. Keep, you know, keep learning. Yeah. Don't let that shit hold you back. Like the one thing that really only annoys me is when people take all of these excuses and fears and they don't do anything about them. They just keep mm -hmm. asking the same questions over and over again. They keep reading all the self-help shit on online and they watch all the videos and they do all the courses and they read all the books and they still don't do anything. Let me tell you what is going down. This is going down the wrong track. If you're saying this to yourself, you are like on the wrong path right now. 
and I did this for so many years. I just need to figure out insert thing here. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to figure out anything. There's not like more things to figure. You don't need to learn more. I mean, you do need to keep learning, obviously, but you don't need to like put anything else in the way. People are like, oh God, there's my goal right there. Oh, put all this crap in front of it. So I have to like fight my way through it so I can get through the crap. See, look at me. I'm like swimming through. You don't need to. You just start. You start sharing. You get on social media and you start sharing. That's it. That's your first step. <laughs> you don't need a website. You don't need to be able to edit videos. Like you just start doing a live stream. You start sharing it. Like just share. Yesterday I had to put up a page. This is true. Yesterday I had to put up a page on my site and I wanted like the background image to be me at that picture of the temple thing. Where, where do we go? Chichen Itza. This is true. And for a very split second, I was like... I really want to put that picture behind there, but it's the wrong, like I need a, some gradient color in front of it. So I, yeah, went, I needed to have the perfect color grading. So I went into Photoshop, which I don't know how to use at all. And I was like, I wonder if I can remove this tourist from this like picture. And I was 10 minutes trying to remove the tourist from the picture. And then I was like, I took like this weird step back out of my, I was like back. Why am I in Photoshop back? Why am I doing my website How much back? is this bringing, taking the tourist out of the photo? How much is that bringing <laughs> you closer to actually building a business and making money? I was like, what am I doing? I was like, this is the exact wrong thing that I should be doing. And, but that's what we do. We need to do something. So we find 10 other things that we need to push through in order to get to that thing because we feel like we need to be struggling. It needs to be hard work. We have to be like figuring something out. Anyway, that's how I feel. Awesome. Juliana saying you might know what you love and what makes you happy, but then you don't know how to put it all into one thing and to put it all together. You don't have to know exactly how to put it all together, but you can start. You might be able to combine a couple of these things, but you don't also need to think that whatever calling that you choose, whatever interest or passion is going to be it for the rest of your life. Like I have so many passions and interests and ideas and callings that I might still have to fulfill. I mean, I'm 34 years old. I'm going to guess I'm going to be 100 at this stage. I'm not even kidding. So right now, that's what I'm doing. I used to be a travel blogger and then I might do other things, you know? And so just choose one or two and get started. Don't hold yourself back by thinking. You got to find the perfect title, the perfect niche, the perfect topic to get started. You will figure it out on the way as you start writing, as you start creating videos. The more you start talking about these things, the more you actually dive into all of these topics and interests and passions, the more you will find out on the way as you take action what it actually is that you want to focus on more. But it will not happen when you stay in your brain. It will not happen there i swear to god it won't happen here it'll happen when you take action you will find clarity then yeah the reason that you're so frustrated because you're trying to combine all these things is because you're trying to combine all the things why are you trying to combine them like you don't know what it's going to look like when you have a business you're using someone else's blueprint to try to like know how it's going to be just like it's really great advice just to share on social media start a platform that you love start talking about stuff that you love people who love that stuff will come to you People who love that stuff will have issues that they need help with. Then you have a business. So guys, just, I want you guys to become more aware of all the bullshit that's going on up here and to stop self-sabotaging yourself. I have a course, Find Your Magic, that I just finished up the first round. I will open it up soon again so you guys can dive into all of that because there's a lot of amazing content in there for exactly all of those roadblocks. And then you have an amazing Facebook group that you guys should head over to and join. Beck's super awesome. She's on a really, really cool journey herself right now and is sharing a lot about it. And yeah, so if you guys have any more last questions for us right now, 
then we're happy to answer them. But I think we're slowly coming to an end now. I want to share one comment from Elaine. I have been on antidepressants and my dose kept going up and up. My next step was going on to the more sedating meds. And that thought got me thinking I've been completely off my meds with my doctor's support for almost a month now, which is amazing. Nice. Which is really good. So take it step by step. With depression, and I mean, I don't know exactly what your issues are, but I've suffered from a lot of depression myself. And what's really helped me was number one, sorting out my diet. You can heal a lot of depression with the right diet that's anti-inflammatory. So you might want to dig into that online. I've also been doing Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations every single day since January 1st of this year. And I've been to his workshops to look into his work. And also I've been moving my body every single day and actually, you know, living a life that really, really fulfills me. But that in combination, I haven't had a depressive episode since last year, December. Just saying. I was going to make a video about that soon too. Nice. All right, my friends. I put my group just there in the in the comments. It's called the Power Up. It's called Entrepreneur Power Up. My last name is Power. So Power Up. Wait, which side am I doing? Power Up. Oops. <laughs> power Up. Yeah. Wait, where did you put it? At the very bottom. Oh, here. Page. I can pin the comment. Oh, cool. It's now the pinned comment. It is now the pinned comment. Go and check out Beck's group and see what she's up to. That's where she shares most of her stuff. You're also, you know, Instagram. Instagram, I'm Beck.Power, B-E-C-K dot hour yep you do youtube and podcast yeah 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 actually um finishing up the podcast going to be doing live videos instead i feel like those are more fun and engaging i certainly have more fun a live video because otherwise i'm just recording a podcast by myself i like both i like both all mediums actually really all, do. all for their own fan. reason like they're all different so i love live streaming because you can interact but when i make or do or create a video whatever it's just me and the camera and i really like that too it's a very different energy mm. and whereas now like i'm worried i'm looking at the comments i'm looking at how many people are tuning in i'm looking at the time like i'm distracted right or I'm doing a podcast very different as well because then you got no camera it's just you and the microphone and it can be a very intimate kind of thing Okay, people. So I think it's time now to wrap this up. <laughs> wow. You're right. So any last parting words? Hopefully I'll see you guys in my group. We're doing some challenges. We've got like 30-day mastermind happening soon. I want to do like a different challenge every month, like a YouTube challenge, you know, 10 days in a row, podcast challenge, just so that you can like build some momentum up in your business and get excited about what it is that you're creating. Because the group that I want to create and the tribe that I want to create is people like Get, like having power in their business and being excited about what they're doing and like being creative and, and having energy. Yes. And so, so I hope I see you in there. Wonderful. I want to share one last thing from Monica. Last October, I wrote at least 25 welcome pages for my website and I still wasn't satisfied. I should just have written, hi, I'm Monica. <laughs> I'm starting this here now. Let's have fun and grow together. Yes. I love it. Beautiful. I think that's a wonderful way to end this live stream <laughs> and great inspiration. Keep going, guys. You guys got this and keep doing the work, my friends. Keep doing the work. I mean, the inner work and the outer work, all of it. All of it. <laughs> all right. Bye.